The Boys of Fall by Scott Leopold Chapter 4 Connor Some people wear a smile, but Connor was the smile. Everything about him was soft and charming when he introduced himself. He didn't just shake hands. He asked about your day, your life, and welcomed the emotions that creeped out. He smiled like a long-lost friend and shook your hand warmly with the perfect squeeze and eye contact. Most of the people Connor met went on to be better clients, better friends, and better team parents for his Pop Warner football team. To most, he was the safest person around. Connor's cowboyish gait was at odds with his clothes. There was a formality to them that wasn't quite right. Instead, you wanted to picture him in a pair of Wranglers and a cowboy hat. When Connor spoke, his Texas accent was almost non-existent, and his face was one of utmost confidence. Whatever game this man played, he wasn't accustomed to losing. Connor never really knew his father. In fact, he didn't know for sure until later in life when he got his father to take a DNA test. Until that point, there was hope that maybe his father was someone else, someone great or at least better than the one confirmed in the test. Connor's father was a selfish man who never wanted kids. When he found out Connor's mother was pregnant, he did everything in his power to make it go away. He denied being the father and encouraged her to get an abortion. When she opted to have the baby, he manipulated her into thinking it was another man who got her pregnant, so he didn't have to pay child support. Even now, Connor's birth certificate has another man's last name. As he got older, it was obvious who his real father was. He looked just like him. Robert was his name. And he had no interest in Connor and refused to admit to being his father until later in life when he needed a son. Making things worse for Connor, his mother showed little interest in him as well. He was the ball and chain that kept her from experiencing life. Eventually, Connor's mother sent him to live with his grandmother. This made Connor feel unwanted, like a stray animal. And like stray animals, he became independent and cold. But deep down inside, he was vulnerable. There was a sadness in him he couldn't control. Connor hated the rigid structure of school. It was like a prison to him. They told him what classes to take, when to take them, and even when to eat. Connor hated being told what to do, and stubborn, Connor was stubborn as a mule, so school was not the kind of place where he thrived. This caused his grades to slip, and worst of all, it made him quit football, the single greatest regret of his life. Football was the one sport Connor was good at. He loved basketball, but he lacked the speed and height, so football became his sport. As a kid, he played nose tackle because he was so aggressive, and in middle school, they moved him to middle linebacker. Connor was successful, but he was undisciplined, and in high school, the coaches thought he was uncoachable, which resulted in little playtime. When Connor confronted them, he lost it and quit the team. Connor's pride would never let him go back. For the rest of his high school years, football season was hard for Connor because he wanted to be on the field more than anything. But he wouldn't give in. So he took out his frustrations with alcohol. 
Connor became a partier, and every night there was something going on, except for Friday nights in the fall, when everyone went to high school football games. Connor began to hate the fall. He would drink alone while his friends went to the game. He refused to go. This went on till the end of football season his senior year. The constant reminder of what he gave up was finally gone, temporarily. When Connor graduated, he had an all-time low GPA of 2.5, so he was off to community college on probation. College was a different experience for him. At the community college, he thrived. After his first year, his grades were so good, he got accepted to the University of Texas, where he immersed himself in school and made the dean's list every semester. When he graduated, he got into law school. Connor was on the fast track to becoming a successful attorney. He was good at it. After a few years of working for one of the top law firms in Austin, he started his own practice. With Connor's quick success came money and power. For the first time in Connor's life, he was wealthy. So he indulged like a kid who's tasted candy for the first time. Connor was a big supporter of the UT football program, which got him access few alumni got to experience. He became friends with the players and went to all the best parties. Life was good, but Connor wanted more. When Connor ran for city council, he knew it was time to settle down and get married. When Connor picked his wife, he looked for the qualities he wanted for his children. He wanted athletes. He wanted his kids to dominate all sports and particularly football. He envisioned having a son who played for UT like the guys he used to hang out with. He envisioned them and the life they would get to experience and he wanted that for his son. When Connor had his son, he was the father he never had. He gave his son the opportunities he always wanted. He would not let his son make the same mistake he did. When Giacomo was in diapers, Connor was teaching him how to throw and catch with a tennis ball. As Giacomo grew and his hands were big enough to hold a peewee football, Connor taught him how to play quarterback. To Connor, the quarterback was everything in football. That was the position that mattered the most to those who watched the game. Texas produces quarterbacks, and Connor was going to do whatever it took to make his son one of them.